Welcome back. With the month of October and spooky season quickly approaching and right around the corner next week, as a matter of fact, the end of this week, I wanted to take the opportunity to discuss some of the games that are going to be releasing on the three major platforms during that time frame. Some things that might be a little bit on my radar that I think look cooler than others and what you guys might keep an eye out for, at least give you guys some information if you've not been paying attention to what is coming out. I sourced this from a couple different websites, but I want to start off with the PlayStation side of things. But first, if you're new here to Would You Gaming, if you have not already, follow us on one of our social platforms. If not all, we are on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok trying to grow the brand there. And we will try to branch out at some point in the future, not trying to make any, any empty promises or speak before we get anything in motion. But I do have some plans in the works if those come to fruition, I'm able to do some of that. I will let you guys know here first and foremost so you can try to support it if that's something you might be interested in. So let's first start, as I stated, with the PlayStation brand of things. I start with the PlayStation, but of some of these titles, of course, are going to be cross-platform titles. The first of these that I wanted to discuss coming out in October 2022 was Overwatch 2, which is going to be a free-to-play title that's going to come out on October 4th. That is coming to all platforms, Xbox, PlayStation, as well as the Nintendo Switch. I didn't check before recording this. I probably should have to see if it was coming to the the uh, past-gen consoles for PlayStation and Xbox. I have to imagine it will. If it's landing on the Nintendo Switch, it can run on those, without a doubt. And I can't see them leaving money on the table, because with this being a free-to-play title, of course... There will likely be some microtransactions in there. I did read an article the other day stating that if you did not have a Blizzard account already where you have played the original Overwatch, then you're going to have to play to unlock the original cast as well. So they are available if you have played Overwatch before and you want to dive right in. Free to play, you might as well check it out. There's no reason not to at this point. You can at least dip your toes in there, see if that is something for you or if it's just going to be a hard pass and then put it down beyond that. Dragon Ball The Breakers. Again, this is going to come out on all platforms. That's going to come on October 14th. This is, of course, the, I think it's a 4v1 style of game. They announced that you could play as Frieza, Majin Buu, and I believe Cell was the original that they showed off during the beta. Never played the beta. Don't have the best internet out here, as a lot of you who have listened for a while might know. But it seems interesting enough, I was a big fan of games like Friday the 13th. I had a lot of fun playing that with my friends. Just some of the comical moments getting caught by Jason or saving one another. It's a good time, and I have to imagine that if you have a group of friends that you can play this with, you guys are going to have a good time. So that might be on your radar. And I think it, this was a budget release as well. It was like 30 or $40. It's not a full price game. So that's another thing to factor in there. You're going to have hours and hours of fun, provided they continue to update it with new villains, new characters that they they sprinkle throughout there. Likely there will be some cosmetics character for your characters, costumes and the like. And it's just going to be a good time. Like I said, if you have that group of friends you like to goof off with, you like this sort of thing, it's going to be right up your alley and it'd be a lot of fun. Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. That's going to come October the 18th. That's going to come to PlayStation and Xbox. It looks to be an online first-person shooter this time around instead of third-person in the vein of the 2016 Ghostbusters games. Now, despite growing up in the 90s, being born at the latter part of the 80s, 
I wasn't a huge fan of Ghostbusters growing up. It has since grown on me as a popular franchise, I guess, through nostalgia, seeing this thing that I watched when I was younger, possibly. And I did enjoy the 2016 game. Despite them re-releasing it without the multiplayer aspect, I really hope that they revisit that one day and add that back in there because I, I'd love to be able to play couch co-op on that game. So this is going to be four players. This is going to be a multiplayer title, and it looks like it's going to be kind of fun there. I saw where they one of the guys had the uh, proton pack. He had the stream had the ghost trapped, and another guy slid out the trap. So it seems teamwork and squad-based combat is going to be a thing there where you guys try to rid the 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 places you visit, the peop, your clients of their their spectral visitors that they want to get rid of. So that might be something to keep in mind if you want something, if you don't have anything to play during the spooky season as we approach that and get closer to Halloween. Next up we have Gotham Knights. That's going to come on October 21st. Of course, this will be on Xbox as well. Last-gen consoles are not getting this. I know that for a fact. They announced that they were only releasing this for the current-gen Xbox as well as the PS5. That's probably for the best because this game was already delayed. The game didn't look the best from what I've seen, but I, I have high hopes for it. Games like this, which remind me of the X-Men Legends series, just seem to not release as much as I would like these days. I would love to see some kind of reboot of the X-Men Legends. If not, just give us a remaster of those titles and a remaster of the, uh, what was the, the uh, shoot, I can't think of it. There was Ultimate Alliance. Ultimate Alliance was a more stripped down, streamlined version of this, but I'd like to see those as well. These were, these were fun, isometric squad base with up to four heroes that you got to get to choose between a roster of a ton in the MCU lineup and in the X-Men X-Men series. You got a lot of characters there and then you could even make their costumes match and get special bonuses. There was a lot there. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with this and I hope that it is a good game at some point in the future if we do get good internet out here charter runs out fiber or whatever I may try this out if I can pick up a PS5 at some point next year. So if, you, if this has been on your radar, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Batman franchise. I got right, right into it with the Arkham Knight, Arkham Asylum. Those games were a lot of fun. And I hope that this lives up to the hype that they're building up for it. It did look, as I said, kind of clunky when some of the gameplay was shown. In particular, uh, Red Hood. I think it was Jason Todd and his jump. It just like looked like he jumped off of air. It was, it was a little bit out there for me. It might not necessarily be what it's supposed to be, but I hope that they do continue to support this game and make it into a good game eventually if it does not launch in a state that is acceptable to the audience. But only time will tell. There's about three weeks until this comes up, and we'll have some reviews on that to see how good it actually is. Star Ocean, The Divine Force, comes out on October 27th. Again, this is going to come to Xbox as well. Star Ocean, as of late, hasn't had a big banger of a title until the end of time was okay i think there was a ps3 title that they ported to ps4 and there was an, another one as well but those titles they kind of they they were mid at the most mid uh metacritic scores weren't necessarily blockbuster hits hopefully this one will make the the series stand out a little bit more amongst all the jrpgs that are releasing 
and I am hopeful myself, having played Star Ocean for the first time on the PS1 with Second Story, I hope that we get a port of that to the current-gen consoles. You know, they released the uh, first Departure, which was the first title that came out on the PS1. They released that on the Nintendo Switch and everywhere else. Uh, I think like a year ago, something like that. So I'm hopeful we get that remake of Second Story. Hopefully this makes the the franchise as a whole, puts it on everybody's radar who might not have their eye on it, and then that might force Tri-Ace, the developer, or I'm sorry, yeah, the developer to come back and give us that title, Second Story, because I really want to finish Claude and Reyna's tale once more. It was a lot of fun doing it back in the day, and I have liked Star Ocean since then. Even the wonkier titles like Until the End of Time, I didn't have a big problem with it, but I'm not everybody. You know, I, I understand that the title had its faults. It was not perfect, and there are going to be people who did not like that. I'm not going to fault anyone for that, because we all have opinions, and we all are not going to like the same thing there. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is going to come out on October 28th. That's going to come to the Xbox as well. And I really wonder... If this is a, I think it's like a complete remake of the original title, the original Modern Warfare. If you remember, the first mission was very controversial. What happened is you would go through a mall and you had to mow down citizens. And I think when they re-released like a uh, remake of it on current gen consoles, they actually cut that. That was cut from it because there was, people just weren't trying to see that. They thought it was a little bit insensitive, especially in the climate we're in where mass shootings are much more prevalent than they were back when this title originally released on the original Xbox and PS3. I was a big fan of Modern Warfare 2, in particular the Special Ops, and going through those in, in split-screen co-op, trying to take down the Juggernauts, in particular in the favela, there were like 15. That was one of the hardest challenges that my friend Philip and I ever faced in gaming and couch co-op experience, and I loved every bit of that. We've played through every one of those on the veteran difficulty, the most difficult. I hope that there is some, something equivalent to that in this title. Hopefully Couch Co-op. I know in the first one, Modern Warfare Remastered, when they brought that out, there was, I believe you had to be signed in and it was online only. There wasn't split screen co-op for some of those special ops. And I, I missed out on that as a result, and I think that's just a shame, to be honest. So we'll see how that shakes up. It's a Call of Duty title. I imagine it's going to sell phenomenally, as they always do. Next, Resident Evil Reverse, October 28th. That's going to be include on. That's going to be the online versus game that sees you trying to escape. And there's one dungeon master who sends zombies, sets traps, and then the, all the survivors who are trying to escape during that time. So another of those. 4 or 5e1 type titles that we are seeing more and more of. It seems like ever since the title Evolved came out, there have been more and more of these that have come along. And some of them are a lot of fun. They have to have a strong online community. If there is not a strong online community, the game dies and they just shut down the servers. I remember EA shut down Evolved, and that was a fun freaking game when it launched. You were a monster who had to hunt down these hunters. The hunters were trying to get you as you were trying to kill all of them. It was just a great time. Your monster could evolve as you as you killed and ate other creatures in the environment. 
until you were just one monstrosity ready to destroy those those hunters and a lot of times it was it was just very one-sided where if the if the monster got powered up quick enough yeah you were just in trouble and moving on to the Nintendo Switch and I want to give a mention first and foremost to something that drops tomorrow actually the 29th of September and that's going to be the Monster Hunter Rise free title update too if you own the Sunbreak DLC that's going to launch a bunch of different monsters there is going to be a different version of the Camellios the Risen Camellios uh, Mitsuzune is going to have a different version as well and I think there was what was it a I can't remember the other one there's another one that's coming as well but that's going to drop tomorrow I wanted to just put that out there so you be aware of that I got into the Monster Hunter series with Monster Hunter Rise and I've just been hooked ever since is a heck of a game that I would highly recommend you can play solo or with friends it's definitely more fun if you have a group of four three to play with but if you don't you can play it in solo play as well I play mostly solo and then my buddy Philip and I when we get together we'll do uh we'll do uh different systems different TVs in the same house and just do wireless connection that way so you can do that as well as a good time near automata the end of your haw edition is going to come on october 6th it's going to have some specific costumes that are exclusive to the switch version and i i watched a video the other day on some of the most difficult endings to get in games and near automata was up there you had to beat the game like three times and get 100 percent getting all weapons then you had to delete that save and then beat it again to get the final ending it's, it's very 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 different and it takes a dedicated individual to do all that I definitely did not I couldn't really get into the game as much it's a fun game it's just I, I don't know it just didn't suck me in as much as I thought it would have no man's sky is gonna come on October 7th now this is not gonna include the multiplayer version this is only the single-player version at launch and I'm hopeful that they patch in some sort of local wireless play at some point in the future if they do that I will likely pick up two copies of the game but until then I don't really see a point I own a copy of this on the PS4 as it is and I imagine that switch version is gonna come out at a full MSRP of $60 if you ask me it likely will but at this point it will be deserving of that price no word I don't I didn't see anything on whether this will have a physical version or not but it's gonna be it's a fun title if you're in this space exploration or combat you like uh, flying around there's a lot to do in this game and it can keep you busy for some time of course one of the bigger titles in October is the Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope that's gonna come on October 20th I feel like if you are into this you're gonna be picking it up day one or if you are just slightly interested in it, as I am I'm gonna probably wait on a sale we have the original that I got when we first got our switch and I still haven't played through all of that and I purchased the Donkey Kong DLC as well gotta go back to that at some point it's one of those things in the backlog that I just gotta tackle but they're adding a lot to this title they're in they're expounding upon the existing formula it's gonna be a fun game and charming Mario title another title that I'm very excited for that I will likely pick up somewhere down the road just to have to say I have a physical copy on the switch maybe even 
play through it. I don't know. It is it is a huge time commitment, and I don't say that lightly. I'm talking about 120 hours if you want to do most things, and that's not even all things in this game. Of course, I am talking about Persona 5 Royal. That comes October 21st. That's going to come to the Xbox as well. And this is one of the best JRPGs out there. A friend told me about this title. I had friends telling me, I said, you know, it's like Pokemon. It's like more adult Pokemon. And it's kind of like that. I will say that it is kind of like that. There are elements. You get to recruit monsters to your cause that have different attributes. You can level up. You uh, form social links and with people by spending time with them in the game. And that gives you different perks that can help you out in combat and otherwise. Persona 5 is just fantastic. This title made me want to go explore more of the franchise, and I cannot wait until next year until we get Persona 4 Golden, then hopefully 3 sometime down the road from there, but I'm excited for this. Resident Evil Village, the cloud version, is going to come on October 21st. Perfect game for your Switch for spooky season if you don't want to break out Luigi's Mansion 3 or if you have already beat that. So there's something for you to play there. It gives you the Resident Evil experience, albeit in cloud form, not a big fan of that, but at least it is running on the Nintendo Switch. So you can play through that experience and enjoy it in handheld mode or in docked with a wired connection would probably be the best experience for anybody trying to do that. Bayonetta is going to come October 28th. That's Bayonetta 3. And the more I see of this game, the more it interests me. And one thing that is interesting to me about the, what is it, the series as a whole, because I was looking into it, I was like, you know, maybe I will give, after I stated on the last overview of this one we were discussing, I said it might, not, might be one that I just don't get around to playing. They're not that long. The games are only like four to eight hours if you want to do a whole lot, eight hours being like the max. So I might have to jump into Bayonetta 1 and see how that plays out and see if I can get into the series. If I, if so, maybe go through the titles. But it looks like it's going to be a good time, fast octane action game. Bayonetta 3, of course, that's coming October 28th, as I stated. And to, on to the Xbox, there was only one title that only appeared on the Xbox that I didn't cover on the others because a lot of these, as I've stated over the course of this, or cross-platform games as they would be coming to the PlayStation and the Xbox or they're coming to all three platforms. But that title is Scorn, and this is a very atmospheric-looking game that looks very creepy. I just happened to cross this game. The other day on Twitter, somebody had a, a, a video of it showing it and a link to YouTube, and the game looks awesome. The game looks freaking awesome to me. It, these guys walking around with a gun, it doesn't seem to be like a first-person shooter or anything. It seems very atmospheric. Looks like you're in a very creepy environment. And it might be the perfect thing to scare the crap out of you during spooky season. But these were just some of the titles that I thought would be interesting coming up in the month of October. wanted to get this out there and discuss you know, what I thought might be interesting to you, what is interesting to me over the course of the next month and of course I'll try to come back and uh, at the end of October and do this as well for November there's a lot more coming out in November November is looking to be packed if you have expendable income you're not gonna have much of it left at the end of November because there's just so much to be 
happy about during that month. But I wanted to discuss this with you guys. Let me know what you think about this. We're going to keep them coming out, try to get a little bit more consistency with this. But I appreciate you guys for sticking with us through this. And peace.